Wynn gazed about the small stone city built into the mountain's sheer side. She'd been so young the last time she'd come here. Just shy of apprenticeship, she'd been overjoyed that Doman Tillsworth had chosen her to assist him. Well, that and trying to keep up with her old master and not get lost amid a foreign place and its people. She stepped around the way station's crank house into the narrow stone street, and everything before her seemed to stretch upward. The main road snaked back and forth of the mountain between buildings of stone and scant timber. Only short and steep side streets aimed directly upward, and most were built of wide stone steps and multiple landings. All of it was behemoth-like, rather like the dwarves themselves. Dying moonlight barely revealed roofs of slate tiles, stone blocks, and shakes and planks of oak on smaller structures. Everything else was carved from granite so precisely that little mortar was ever used. Something bumped Wind's leg. Shade whined and pressed closer. Young and wild, Shade didn't like crowds. Her blue eyes, flecked with yellow, grew wide as she looked around. Wynne reached down to stroke her ears. Daunting. Chain rasped from behind. Wynne was accustomed to his maimed voice, but it still startled her in the dark pre-dawn. It can be a little disorienting at first, she replied. And it was. Dwellings and inns, smithies, tanneries, and shops all spread out, around, and above them in a melded maze. She shifted her pack to relieve pressure on her shoulder. Chain seemed oblivious to the weight of his own two packs. Gripping her tall staff, a leather sheath covering its top end, Wynne led the way farther up the main street. When she glanced back, she paused, spotting a great open archway in the mountain's side behind the crank house. The entire lift station could have fit through it with room to spare. The orange light of the dwarves' heated crystal spilled from its interior over people coming and going. But she had no time for a closer peek, and instead looked eastward. The star-speckled night had lightened farther along the distant horizon, and urgency took hold. We must find the temple, she said. Any visitor in a foreign place had to find lodging, but in Chain's case, it was foremost. She needed to get him inside before the sun rose. Find, he echoed. You do not know where it is? Of course I know, it's just been a long time. Wynne hurried up the street's gradual slant, deeper into Bayside, and quickened her pace. In spite of her assurance to Chain, she wasn't certain of the temple's location. It was still the best place to take shelter, away from other travelers at an inn. It was also a place where a visiting sage would be welcomed. Dwarves practiced a unique form of ancestor worship. They revered those of their own who attained notable status in life, akin to the human concept of a hero or saint, or rather both. Any who became known for virtuous accomplishments, by feat and or service to the people, might one day become a Thawnai, one of the honored. Though similar to human knighthood or noble entitlement, it wasn't a position of rulership or authority. After death, any Thawnai who'd achieved renown among the people over decades and centuries, through the continued retelling of their exploits, might one day be elevated to Bonai, one of the dwarven eternals. These were the dwarves' spiritual immortals, held as the honored ancestors of their people as a whole. Wynne sought lodgings at the temple of just such a one.